Welcome to another episode of the Scriptural Cliff Note Sessions. Hi, the Scriptural Cliff Note Sessions are available on the following platforms. Anchor, Spotify, and Apple iTunes. Follow us by hitting the follow button and subscribe so that you can hear all this important information that pertains to life and the future. Thanks. Hello and welcome back. This is a special announcement as today um, is the Sabbath, August 6, 2022. We will not be having a live Bible study today. However, I will upload a daily lesson and we will resume our biblical study next Sabbath. We are still on Yeshua, and we will be doing outline number two next Saturday, which is August 13th. Enjoy the daily lesson, and I will see you next week. Thank you. Hello, and welcome back. This is a daily lesson. Um, the topic is the flesh versus the spirit or the spirit versus the flesh. I want to say the spirit first. So the, uh, the spirit versus the flesh. Now, we've been getting into a lot of things um, that has to do with everything in our lives. And I mean, really everything, but we try to get to the root of whatever it is so that we can understand why certain things are happening because it's easy to point out a um, surface thing. And what I mean is whatever you can see, whatever's tangible is surface to the spirit. Like I said, when you know spiritual things, you can see beyond the obvious uh, tangible things. So um, we are discussing things so that I can give you an idea of what's behind what you can see. Um, just like Yeshua said that um, you got to beware in the last days of people saying, look, it's, that's over there or look, this is over here because your eyes are going to deceive you at some point. We also know that the devil fools the whole world. Now, how does he do it? In obvious ways? No. He does it in underhanded, sneaky ways in any way he can. Now, I already explained that to you in part one of how the devil fools the world. Now, part one has three parts. And I'm not sure how many parts part two is going to have, which is mammon versus melanation. It's coming. Um, and I know um, I'm not going to keep saying it's coming, it's coming. I'm just going to announce it when it does come, simply because when I said I was going to present how the devil fools the whole world. And it took me almost, what, three months, four months to give it to you. 
uh, believe me, the second part is coming. But I want it, I want it to be as thorough as possible so that I can give it to you. So back to the spirit and the flesh. Everything is relevant. Everything that I'm saying to you is relevant to the systems of the world. What do I mean by that? Now I'm talking about um, social work and psychology. There's different systems, different social systems that build society and build the world, okay? So um, some, of the, uh, some of the systems are um, microsystems, which consist of you and your family members, you know, and you grow up in this family and you're being reared in this family and you're being taught things in this family and you're being, um, you're learning how to play and get along with people and all of that in this family. And then when you get older, it becomes a meso system, meaning a larger system, your community, your school, wherever you um, live in your neighborhood, things like that. And you're learning, you're constantly learning, you're constantly understanding, you're constantly being indoctrinated, okay? Um, the, surface thing, the surface thing about that is that you're learning things. These just, the, you know, automatic things that's happening. You're learning from good experiences, bad experiences, all your experiences. And then there's the um, macro system, which is the whole world. You get older, you get to travel all over the world, you get to meet new people, you understand different cultures, you understand different people's um, um, way of living and way of life and their uh, philosophies and whatever it is. So in these systems, you're constantly moving around, you're constantly understanding things, you're constantly feeling um, your way around these different systems and learning, but you're not using your spirit. Okay, you're not looking beyond what is. Um, it's more fleshly because you're in the flesh, you're, you're dealing tangibly, you're, you know, using your five senses to navigate the world. So that's fleshly, but you're not using your spiritual sense. As I said before, there's a difference between uh, religion and spirituality. You must understand that, especially the children of Israel when I talk to you. The children of Israel, um, we understand that their history book is the Old Testament the, Testament. the most high says in pretty much summing up the Old Testament is use your spirit to connect with the most high. A lot, um, abide by the Lord's statutes, precepts and commands of the most high. You are able to do that. You are a spirit. The most high chose you. You are a set apart um, people. You are the original branches. I mean, the most high is making itself. He is making itself. So the children of Israel, especially in biblical days, I'm not talking about now because they just running them up now. But um, the children of Israel in biblical days understood that the father of spirits put his spirit into the soul that is the human flesh. OK, which is clay and matter. And he uh, breathed his breath into clay and matter and made a human soul. So you understand that connection with the most high. Now, the rest of the world does not look at it that way. They see themselves as flesh first. That's what I mean, being tangible. Whatever you can see, or whatever you can use your senses to navigate, that's what you know. 
the average person who is um, earthly and carnal, they believe their self to be fleshly. And then if they believe in a soul, it would be the soul. And then if they believe in a spirit, it would be the spirit. So in that order, flesh, soul, spirit, they barely ever think about the spirit. And even if they think about a God, and I always say it crazy because that's how they believe it and it's ridiculous. But anyway, even if they believed in a God or um, whatever they believed in, they would never make the connection to themselves with um, their God. Whereas the children of um, Israel already know this, especially in the Old Testament. Now, the reason why I keep saying Old Testament is because not that many people who are the children of Israel really know who they are, especially in the United States. In these old, in these old times, in these uh, um, later days, scripture and prophecy tell us that the Most High is going to be waking people up. And then they're going to start um, knowing who they are and they're going to they're going to be able to navigate and they're going to be able to learn from the Ruach that is wisdom and the Ruach is going to teach them. Now, not everybody is going to wake up. Not everybody. Okay. Unfortunately. And it also says that um, scriptures say that the most high is only taking a remnant and he's only taking a remnant, a remnant of Israel because of their history of um, insubordination, only a remnant of Israel and only a remnant of the rest of the world, meaning the Gentiles, only a remnant. As many people been on earth since the beginning of times and even um, after we're all dead, there will still be people coming until a certain time. And the Most High said, I'm only taking a remnant of the whole world Remember, the children of Israel separate from everybody else. So he's only taking a remnant of them. And then he's only taking a remnant of the whole world, which is two flocks. Yeshua said he has another flock too. One is the set apart branches and that other one is the honorary branches. That's what he said in the scriptures. So I say that to say that the spirit and the flesh war because the spirit comes from the most high and the flesh is being used like dung by the devil. Now, you would think that if people knew how the devil was, that they would steer clear of him. But no, they won't. They still follow something. And I have to say something because he is a thing. He is a uh, spiritual being, but he's the thing because he's not that bright, wonderful angel he used to be in the beginning. No. So um, he is a thing that people are following. Humans are following him and he's seducing them and he's misleading them and he is distracting them and he is deceiving them and he is um, deluding them. Okay. So, um, and this is uh, his children because the devil does have children. And if you don't believe that, go to Genesis 3, um, 13 through 16, and you'll find out. Um, so he's been doing this since the beginning of time. Um. 
it's uh, if most people who are in the spirit, they're able to um, recognize someone else who's in the spirit. Just like they say, there's a saying, game recognize game. And it's the truth. And this goes with everything. If you a thief, you know the actions of another thief. If you are um, in the Ruach, you know the actions of somebody else who is also in the Ruach. If you are someone who follows rules and regulations, you understand someone else who follows rules and regulations simply because of their actions. Just like Yeshua would say, you will know the tree by the fruit that it is. So somebody in the spirit would know somebody else who's in the spirit and somebody who's in the flesh, everybody's going to know. Because remember, we are that little light that's in this fleshly body. So your actions will dictate to someone who you are, okay? Who you are. The only thing I could say is if somebody is not in the spirit, they wouldn't be able to um, identify with somebody who is in the spirit. It would be foreign to them and it would probably turn them off. Mm -hmm. Because um, darkness cannot comprehend light. Right, darkness cannot comprehend light. Meaning, if you're wicked and all of that, you're not gonna want to be around or even be able to be around somebody who is um, who the uh, the ruach is dealing with. You're not gonna be able to deal with them. It's too much goodness. It's too much righteousness, and you're not gonna want to be nowhere around it. So, basically, that's what this lesson is about. Uh, the spirit versus the flesh because there's a lot of fleshly things happening there's a lot of wickedness happening in the world and um the most high has a timeline for people to get themselves together so basically um i'm going to be talking about that it's not going to be a long lesson but i want you to understand the differences and i want to read some scriptures to you so that you can understand what they say in regard to spirit versus flesh. So um, this is the lesson. Why is there a war raging between the spirit and the flesh? Since the beginning of man, there has been a war between spirit and flesh. It started when the Most High commanded that the spiritual sons of heaven, which are the angels, worship clay and matter, which is humans. And one third of the angels refused to go along with their captain, the devil. The devil said, I'm not doing it. And the captain, the captain ain't doing it. And all those who was under him was like, if he ain't doing it, we ain't doing it. Since they refused, they were thrashed down to earth. And um, Genesis 2 and 7 says, Then the Most High Yah formed man from the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. And the man became a living soul. Okay? Um, living soul is from the King James Version and the regular English version. It says living creature. 
I'm not going to go into that. That's another teaching. Anyway, um, Genesis 1 and 27 says, so the Most High Yah created man in his own image. In the image of the Most High, he created him. Male and female, he created them. So understand that the Most High made man in his image. So this means if the devil said, I ain't worshiping that clay matter that's in the Most High's image, what is he basically saying? I'm not worshiping you, Most High. That's what he said. And the Most High did what he needed to do to him. That means thrash him right down to earth. You and the rest of your one-third of the multitude, multitude, multitude of angels. Now y'all all, all going to be uh, devils down there on earth and under the earth. Now, I'm going to read some other scriptures to you, and they're not from the Bible. This is from the book of Bartholomew. Okay. And it says, now Bartholomew is one of the um, apostles. And when um, Yeshua was um, glorified by the Most High after he was um, crucified, he came and he spent some time with the apostles. Now, there was a, a bunch of reasons why Yeshua came down, a bunch of reasons why he went down and get the saints and Adam and all of them and bring them up to the heaven of heavens. There's a bunch of reasons, but I ain't going to go into that because you can go to my platform library and I explain all of that already. One thing I want to say about my platform library, there is a plethora, a plethora of lectures that you can take part um, of. You can listen to every last one of them. Now, I've been doing those lectures since early 2019, but a lot of them I took off. But I will be redoing them because they was a little raw. I want to polish them up and redo them because they're very important. And it's a lot of spiritual things. So um, in time, I will be doing that. But right now, listen to all of my lectures and you'll get to know more about spiritual things. Okay. So this is the book of Bartholomew and it's chapter four. And I'm going to start at 44. And it says, this is Bartholomew asking the devil a lot of questions. Now I'm going to do 44 first and then I'll go into an earlier, um, I'll go up towards the same chapter. I'm still going to be in the same um, chapter, but I'm going, excuse me, same book, which is, um, well, same book, same chapter, but um, later verses and then earlier verses. Okay. So this is the book of Bartholomew, um, chapter four. And this is verse 44, and I'm gonna go down. Okay, and Satan said, Bartholomew was asking him questions. If it, this is the devil telling Bartholomew what he would do to the world and what he is doing to tempt people. 
Now, I already went through this, but I need you to understand how the devil is ruling flesh. Remember, the devil does not like you. He never said he liked you. He never said, excuse me, he never said, if you come with me, I'm going to make your life better. Um, Nobody could take you from my hands. He never said any of that, but Yahshua said it. Yahshua said, anybody that the most high gives me, nobody could take them out of my hands. Nobody. So you got to understand what the devil's method of operation is. And I already, I had so many lessons on the devil. Just go to the library, go to the platform library, and you'll be listening to the devil, devil, devil all day. I already told you also in those lessons, everything is not the devil, because there's more than one thing that's wicked on earth. The devil is not the only one. And I'm not talking about the devil as the captain and the other devils under him. Uh Uh-uh. I'm talking about wicked angels that was wiped off, that became giants that the Most High um, killed and made them wicked spirits. That's in the book of Enoch. They are on earth. They are on earth here. Uh-huh. And they made to um, to um, torment humans uh-huh. until time is up. Uh-huh. I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about the era, which is the wickedness in the skies, the principalities and the powers and the rulers. I ain't talking about them either, but they're in the skies. I'm talking about the devil and the one third of the angels that got thrashed down from heaven. That's what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about era in the sky. I'm not talking about the wicked angel, um, the wicked uh, spirits that's on earth. And I'm not talking about, um, well, I am talking about those that's under the earth because those are the those are with the devil. The devil's on earth and he got other wicked, um, wicked devils that's under the earth. Now there's also um, wicked spirits that's on earth. And then there's error and wickedness, principalities, powers, and rulers in the skies, in the firmament. So know that wickedness is everywhere. When I say wickedness, it means error. It means the wicked spirits on earth and it means the devils. That's what I mean. Uh-huh. The devil is not the only one doing stuff. Understand that. That's why it's so important for you to know who you are and know who you belong to. You are not a meat sack that was just born and you just did whatever you did on earth. And you got your kids and your BMW in your house and then you're going to die. No. You are a spirit, a little light from the father of lights that he gave a physical cult too that's clay and matter you live on this earth for a certain amount of time and have your um i'm not gonna say fun but live a life you're supposed to when the most high made humans his directive was for them to have a good life for them to have um happiness and for them not to go through anything um adverse but when adam gave his power away That's what came in the world. Adam is the one who started the wickedness because if Adam would have never did or Eve would have never did what the devil said, everything would have been good. Humans are the one, because Adam was the first human that created the wickedness and all that because they allowed the devil to take the righteousness. This is why everything is going on, okay? Um, when the Most High said he made everything good, did he say he made anything wicked? No. Adam had a uh, free will. And so do angels. Angels have a free will too. That's how the devil got to be who he is. 
they have a free will, just like we do. Okay, they was made first. They the citizens of heaven. We are the citizens of earth. So when the devil said, uh-uh, I, I ain't worshiping it, he used his free will to say no. And those angels that was under him, they used their free will to say no. Adam used his free will to, um, to eat that, well, partake in the fruit of knowledge because there wasn't no apple and all this other nonsense. Um, Adam and Eve wanted knowledge, the fruit of knowledge. They wanted knowledge. So what uh, the devil did, he couldn't fool Adam. He fooled Eve and Eve came from Adam. So that means both of them said, because when Eve partook in wisdom, getting, I'm sorry, not wisdom, because wisdom is the spirit that's from the Ruach. When she partook of knowledge, earthly knowledge puffs up. Where was she? On earth, right? Yep. Earthly knowledge puffs, puffs up. So then she went and she bamboozled Adam because the devil couldn't bamboozle Adam. So she bamboozled Adam, and because she bamboozled Adam, both of them got it. That's what the curse of uh, Genesis 3, 13 through 16. There's curses. I already told you Adam got a curse, Eve got a curse, the devil got a curse, the snake got a curse, the earth got a curse, everybody cursed. When you have a baby, the baby is born into a cursed land. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Okay. You have to be delivered from evil. You just can't go, all right, all right, I ain't going to do it no more. You have to be delivered from evil, okay? You have to be delivered. This is why I'm talking about the spirit and the flesh. You just can't turn around and go, oh, yeah, okay, all right. Not understanding that you are a human being. The average person believes that they are a human being when they're more than that. You must be delivered from evil. This is why I'm saying the spirit versus the flesh. The spirit wars against the flesh. Why? Because the spirit is from the most high and the devil rules the flesh. And they both fighting for the soul. I'm going to say this before I go on. When you die, when your time is up, everything goes back where it came from. Everything. The spirit goes back to the most high, which is the breath, because you take your last breath. I don't care how you die. You will take that last breath and it's going right back where it came from because it's, it's leaving and it's going back where it came from. OK, that's number one. Your soul to this earth is going to cease to exist, but it ain't going to be here. It's going to automatically go somewhere else. OK. And your body is going to de start decaying immediately. Rigor mortis sets in, it gets stiff. You release, um, you know, your, um, I don't want to be obscene. <laughs> your, your body relaxes and all your liquids are released. So it, it releases all the liquids and then you start decaying immediately. Mm -hmm. And then they put you in the ground and you go right back where you came from. So that's how it works. So as far as the soul is concerned, like I said, here on earth in this realm, it will cease to exist because that's all we know. We only know earthly knowledge. So earthly knowledge will tell you, okay, there ain't no more soul is going. And some people even think that the soul keeps walking here is going to be a ghost and this and that. That's a false um, doctrination. That's a false doctrine because the most high said, you're going to go back where you came from. It's in so many scriptures. 
not in the Bible, but it's in many scriptures. Now, why would the Most High say that you're not going to be here? And then you, and then you're here. Let the Most High be the truth, and every man be a liar. You will not be here. There's no human beings that used to um, be. I'm just talking about human beings like us here. No, there's wicked spirits here. There's no human beings that died that's here. In the book of Enoch, which is 6,000 years old, uh -huh, it is, it's a 6,000 year old manuscript, okay? The most completed manuscript that is in Africa right now, that people go there and they decipher it. It says that there's wicked spirits that's, uh, that roam this earth and the Most High is not gonna take them away until um, judgment. It also says that human beings, other scriptures say that human beings, when they die, they're going to go back where they came from. That's what it says. Okay. So I don't, people could believe whatever they want to with these false doctrines. We already understand in the last days, there's going to be a lot of false doctrines. People are going to be believing stuff. This is why the most high said, walk by faith and not by sight. Stop listening to human beings. They don't know nothing. Okay. If the Ruach is dealing with you, you know spiritual things, which is which trumps earthly things. The most I said earthly things puff up. The most I said he's gonna send somebody who's considered stupid to confound the wise. You know why? Because um, people, the average person or people who scientists and all these earthly beings that believe they have all this knowledge, they think they know everything. All they do is hypothesize. That's a guess. A hypothesis is a guess. They gather and they guess. What is a gather? Oh, when we gather, this is happening. We gather. That's nothing but jargon, but trying to uh, tell you um, that this is happening. What we guess is this, and we guessing is that. Well, scientific evidence tell you this and that. When scientific, I already broke down science. It's a social construct. The Most High said he's never going to let human beings, and this is scriptural, he's never going to let human beings know um, a lot of things because then you don't need him. But in the last days, the Ruach is going to be dealing with people and he's going to send somebody who they believe, who humans believe is simple to confound the wise. Oh, this is all scriptural, baby. Okay, the Most High's not playing. He's going to send people who, he's going to send people who the average um majority think is stupid and don't know no better and they're gonna and the most high is gonna make them look real stupid as a matter of fact a lot of the um apostles not all of them but a lot of the majority of the apostles because you know it was 12 it was actually 13 but uh, a majority of the apostles was not educated at all they didn't know nothing I'm not going to say they didn't know nothing, but they wasn't educated. And back then, the last of uh, the last world rulers was Greece and Rome. Uh-huh. And in the scriptures, which the old the New Testament was written in Greek and Hebrew, the Greeks always wanted knowledge. Hebrews always want a sign because the most high always gave a sign and he always sent a prophet. But the Greeks always wanted knowledge. Now, what does knowledge do? Puff up. Human knowledge, carnal knowledge puffs up. 
What do I mean by that? It means if you have knowledge, you have power. This is what happened since the beginning. But earthly knowledge does not trump spiritual knowledge. Just like Yeshua said, how can I tell you heavenly things when you can't even comprehend earthly things? We don't even know a lot of earthly things. We think we know. And when I say we, I mean the powers that be because it ain't me <laughs> or you. Those people who think they know everything, the scientists and the physicists and all that, they don't know everything. And the Most High is laughing at them. That's scriptural. The Most High said he's going to be laughing at them. Ah! So now getting back to what I was saying, Yeshua came down and he's given the apostles mysteries. Now, if you don't know the scriptures, if you can't hear what the Ruach is saying, there's no way I can explain mysteries to you. Because mysteries is going to twist your mind. Yeah, they will. They will twist your mind. So I'm not going to go into that. Just know that Yeshua came down here and gave the apostles mysteries. And a lot of people don't know mysteries because this rabbit hole goes deep. As far as the, the Bible and all that, like I said, the Bible is one puzzle of thousands of pieces. And what humans do today is use that one puzzle and try to bamboozle you. This is how the devil's bamboozling you when there's thousands of scriptures. As a matter of fact, the, the regular church that is, the captain of the churches is the Catholic church. Okay, and that's in Revelation. It's the great whore on the dragon. But I ain't gonna go there because that's another teaching. But what they do is they set the stage for every other church. Uh-huh. They the foundation for every other church. So if they're not following their Catholic church directly, they follow it indirectly by taking their customs and the way that they do things and adopting them. Every, um, every, um, uh, what's the, um, every different name of whoever they following, Episcopalian, Catholic, Christian, every one of them follow directly or indirectly the Catholic church because that's who started all this nonsense and it started in Rome and they the great whore on the dragon. Now, who's the dragon? The devil. If you don't believe that, you better go to Daniel and read that. Now, anyway, like I said, back to the spirit versus the flesh. When Yeshua was down here, he gave the apostles mysteries. A part of that, the, um, the apostles wanted to know about the devil. Why is the devil doing this stuff? What's going on? As a matter of fact, the book of Ezra, four Ezra, two Ezra's, that's what Ezra wanted to know too. And kind of demanding, why is this happening to us? Why are we going here? What's happening? This, that, that. Everything is flesh and spirit. Why is this happening? Why did Adam do what he did? Why we have to suffer because of Adam? This and that. We should have never been born. Blah, blah, blah. He goes back and forth. And the most I said, who are you to be saying that you shouldn't be born and this happened and that happened? You need to start listening. This is basically what the, um, what the most high is telling Ezra. And this is what Yeshua is telling the apostles. He's giving them mysteries and they wondering, well, why is this happening? Why is that happening? Why, why, why? And, the, and uh, the most high who is Yeshua in the flesh is basically telling them, you're going to have to go through things. Your flesh is going to have to go through things. You're going to have to cremate that flesh. 
that's um, figuratively and literally because they all got killed. Mm -hmm. So we also have to cremate our flesh too. We have to beat that flesh down and do not allow it to take us to destruction. You cannot allow it. You can't allow the devil to uh, get to your flesh and rock with the devil and just go any old kind of way. You got to have restraint. And that's what the spirit is about. This is why the Most High gives us the fruit of the spirit. So let me go into this. So Bartholomew, with Yahshua standing by, is asking the devil all kinds of questions. And the devil's answering. And this is what I want you to know. Okay, chapter 4, uh, verse 44. And Satan said, if I was able to go forth by myself, because he's asking him, um, why are you, um, why are you restrained since you're so big and bad? What's going on? Why do you have to um, use other people, not people, but why do you have to use other devils to persuade people in this? This is how the conversation is going. So this is what Satan said. If I were able to go forth by myself, I would have destroyed the whole world in three days. This is what the devil wants to do to human flesh because he don't like you. I'm just telling you, he uses your flesh like dumb, meaning he doesn't care nothing about your flesh. This is why you overeating. This is why you having too much sex and getting diseases. This is why you have um, eating disorders. This is why all this stuff is happening to you. High blood pressure because you're being ruled by your flesh and the devil's doing it. Uh-huh. So anyway, I would destroy this world in th three days, but neither I nor any of the 600 devils go forth. For we have other swift ministers, devils, who we command, and we furnish them with a hook of many points and send them forth to hunt. And they catch for us the souls of men enticing them with sweetness of diverse baits that is by drunkenness and laughter backbiting hypocrisy pleasures of the flesh fornication etc 52 but the devil said and there's another question that was asked um, by uh, Bartholomew and the devil's answer and I'm not asking I'm, I'm not gonna put Bartholomew's question I'm just Talk about what the devil is saying about flesh. Suffer me that I will tell thee how I was cast down into this place, the earth, and how the Most High did make man. 53. I was going to and fro in the world on the earth, and the Most High said unto Michael, bring me a clod from the four corners of the earth and water out of the four rivers of paradise. And when Michael brought them, the Most High formed Adam in the regions of the east and shaped the clod, which is the clay, which had, was shapeless and stretched sinews. This is the blood, the veins, all of these things, the tendons in your body and veins upon it and established it with joints. And he worshiped him, the Most High worshiped him himself for his own sake first because he was the image of the most high therefore he worshiped him 54 and when i came this is the devil saying it from the ends of the earth michael said worship the image of yah meaning adam which he have made according to his likeness 
But I said, the devil said, I am fire of fire. I was the first angel formed. And shall I worship clay and matter? 55. And Michael said to me, the devil, worship lest the most high be angry at you. But I said to him, the most high will not be angry with me. But I will set my throne over against the most high's throne and I will be as he is. Then the most high was wroth mad with me and cast me down, having commanded the windows of heaven to be open, 56. And when I was cast down, he asked also the 600 that were under me if they would worship. But they said, like we have seen the first angel do, which is the devil, neither will we worship Adam, that is less than ourselves. Uh-huh. Then were the 600 also cast down with me. Now, let me stop you. Let me stop myself and say this. If the devils and the captain of the devils, who's the devil, said they, they don't like you, they ain't doing nothing, they don't want nothing to do with you, none of that. Why do people worship them? Who? It doesn't make sense for you to run behind somebody who hates you. As a matter of fact, that's what's happening now. It's so crazy that you would run behind somebody who hates you and don't want well for you. If that is not the craziest thing, on earth i don't know what is <laughs> i just don't know now ever since then there's been a raging war against humans and the devil does his job extremely well per my previous lessons i have always discussed that the spirits have what excuse me i have always discussed what the spirits have done to the flesh if humans let the devil talk to them and they follow him he got that that's in the apocalypse of abraham and i already read that too the devil gets you gets to you from your thoughts because the battlefield is in the mind your thoughts and then you start acting it out okay first comes the thoughts then comes the actions that come from your mind so you must renew your mind so that you can be complete. How do you renew your mind? You refuse to listen to the devil and listen to the most high. Now the most high left every tool you could ever need down here since the beginning. Every tool you could ever need, the most high left down here already. It's up to you to seek them. That's why you gotta read the scriptures. You can start with the Bible, but then once you start getting into more and more wisdom and understanding, from the Ruach, the Ruach's going to lead you to the other books. Right now, everybody's listening to this one puzzle. And I'm going to tell you this. The Catholic Church stole all the books first. And the ones that they couldn't steal, they go to that um, country and they keep going there and writing down, writing down stuff. Those who have the knowledge, if they captured spiritual knowledge, then you have no choice but to listen to them. Because they took everything. Uh -huh. It says that in the book of Enoch. When the heathens start telling the truth and not his story 
and releasing the books, the true books, then the children are going to rejoice because they're going to understand what's going on and they're going to rejoice because they're going to understand what the most high is saying and what the prophecy is for end times. Uh huh. And that's why they're going to rejoice. There are too many fleshly scriptures to discuss, but I will select those that are exclusive to what the devil does. Okay. In addition to killing you softly and painfully, you can also sometimes die early. This is by the devil. The devil could put excruciating pain in your life. He can kill you without you even knowing it. And you could even die early via various nefarious circumstances. And this is just some of the devil's powers. Now, the devil got a whole bunch of powers and the most high allows him to do it. I already said this in um, The Devil Fools the Whole World. I did three parts. Go listen to it. Now I'm still in the book of Bartholomew 4, chapter 4, but now I'm on 24. I was on 44 before and I read all the way up to 56. Now I'm on 24. And it says, this is the devil talking. And he lightened him and said to him, say all that you have done this is Bartholomew was saying, say all that you have done and all that you do. He's asking the devil, tell me everything that you do and tell me everything that you've been doing over the history. 25, and Beliah, who is wickedness, answered and said, if you will know my name, at first I was called Sataniel. Remember, the most highs, um, Angels and his children have either L at their name or Yah. Okay, his name was Santaniel, which is interpreted messenger of the Most High. That's what the L and the Yah means. But when I rejected the image of the Most High, which is Adam, my name was called Satanus. That is an angel that keeps hell, Tartarus. Okay, it's Sheol in Hebrew, but Tartarus in Greek. 26, and again, Bartholomew said to him, reveal to me all the things and hide nothing from me. So he wants to know everything the devil's doing, 27. And he said to him, I swear unto you by the power of the glory of the most high, that even if I would hide, <clears throat> I couldn't. For Yahshua is near that would convict me. For if I were able, I would have destroyed you like one of them that were before you. Now, who could he be talking about? Who could the devil be talking about? He would have destroyed Bartholomew just like he did to the one before him. Yash, um, the devil destroyed Adam before, but that's not in the, the Bible. The devil threw Adam off a cliff and wrecked his whole body. And the Most High resurrected him and told him to get off that mountain and stop listening to the devil. This is in the book of Adam and Eve. And the, the book of Adam and Eve was supposed to be before Genesis. Uh-huh. Anyway, 28. For indeed, I was formed and the first angel 
For when the Most High made the heavens, he took a handful of fire and formed me first. That's why the devil said he's fire, fire. Michael second. And he went all into the rest of the angels. I'm not going to go into that. But there's seven archangels. There was seven. The devil was the first one. But he wasn't the devil. He was Santaniel or Lucifer. I don't know where they got Lucifer, but Santaniel. And then his name was changed. Remember, the Most High um, has his children and he has the citizens of heaven. And he they, they named after him. But the children of Israel's name is not after him because when they got scattered, the heathens changed their names. Look that up. That's history, especially in the United States. Look at the slave rolls. You'll see their names. Anyway. Okay. For he had his son before the heavens and the earth. Talk about Yahshua. And we were formed. For when he took thought to create all things, his son, Yahshua, spake a word. So that we also were created by the will of the son and the consent of the father. That's a mystery right there. There's a book of mysteries that talk about that right there. Mm -hmm. He formed, I say, me first, then Michael, the chief captain of the hosts that are above, then Gabriel, Uriel, Raphael, Nathaniel, and other angels of whom I cannot tell the names. And there's a whole bunch of names and I ain't reading them. I'm just going to keep going. And they, um, okay, they were smiting him and doing all of that because they fight all over the devil. The archangels fight all over the devil. That's how they thrashed him down. They was warring, okay? So. Hold on. He's talking about now. He's talking about what the angels is doing, and it's my raids and my raids and my raids of angel. Uh huh. I'm gonna skip that because you don't need to know all of that. Um. Okay. Thirty nine. Bartholomew said to him. Declare quickly how you pursue men not to follow the most high. Uh-huh. Hold on. They're not. How to, how to not follow the most high. And thy evil arts that are slippery and dark, that they should leave the straight and shining paths of the most high. 39, Bartholomew said unto him, I will that thou declare it in a few words. And he smote his teeth, the devil, smote his teeth together, gnashing them, and there came up out of the bottomless pit a wheel. Listen to how the devil does it. A wheel having a sword flashing with fire, and in the sword there were pipes. Now, let me just stop myself right there and put a little pen in that. Now, as I said before, and I continue to say, the devil, before he was the devil, he was a beautiful angel. When I say beautiful, he was one of the most beautiful. Okay. He was one of the most beautiful angels. He had um, precious stones all over his body and he was musical. Gorgeous musical and if he if you could sell him he would be worth a trillion dollars 
That was the devil. Until he sinned against the most high. Mm -hmm. So now he, the reason why I said that is because this machine is coming up from the bottomless pit that has swords in it and pipes. The pipes are musical pipes. That's why I said it. Okay. Because in the, uh, the book, the complete book of Adam and Eve, the first thousand years, I, I think it goes up to 5,000 years or 6,000 years. But um, the devil made instruments that made people sing. But anyway, I'm just giving you a little bit of information of what the devil's little tactics are because uh, music is his genre. Music is what he, he, he does. That's his specialty. But we'll talk about that later. I'm going to do a lesson on music, but later. 41. And I asked him, Bartholomew, asked him saying, what is this sword? 42. And the devil said, the sword is the sword of the gluttonous. Now, I'll put a little pin in that. When he says the sword of gluttonous, he's not only talking about, this is a metaphor. He's not talking about the things that you put in your body. He's talking about the desires of your heart, how he plants a seed for you to want more, 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 more. Now, how does the devil fool the world? Let me tell you, sir, those people who follow the devil, oh, they know how to get money, honey. And they're greedy. How do they get money? Media, TV, magazines, movies, everything they do. They can manipulate you into buying whatever it is and you'll keep buying more, 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 more. How does the devil fool the world? In every way. So he's saying, he's pulling up the sword of gluttony. Everybody who wants more, more, more and is being um, told that they, they should have this and if they don't, they ain't in the loop. Oh, if you don't got this Louis Vuitton bag, if you don't got this, if you can't uh, fly all over here and do all of that, if you can't have this particular car or this house, if you don't have that, that's gluttony. Okay? That's desire. That's how the devil gets you. So he's saying he's pulling up the sword of gluttony. For unto this pipe are sent they that through their gluttony devise all matter of sin. Into the second pipe are sent the backbiters, which backbite their neighbors secretly. That means talking about them and doing all kinds of stuff. Because you're not supposed to be gossiping and doing all that stuff to people. That's a sin. Anyway, until the third pipe are sent the hypocrites. And you already know what a hypocrite is. Do as I say and not as I do. That's a hypocrite. We already know who they are. And the rest of whom I overthrow by my contrivance. That means he can make up a situation and you're going to run with it. He can set a trap and you're going to run with it. And people do it all the time. He can set up a situation and they run with it. Now, just because he sets up a situation, you got a free will. If you in the most high's will, you're not even going to fall for the bait. Uh-huh. Now, I'm going to keep going. I will tell thee, and a wheel came up out of the abyss, 
having seven fiery knives. The first knife had 12 pipes. The anti-machine answered, the pipe of fire in the first knife, in it are put the casters of lots and diviners or diviners and enchanters. Remember, one of the laws of the Most High is don't listen to um, divinations and, and those who cast um, spells and witches and witchcraft and, and all kinds of stuff. So this is what the devil's saying. So if it's not of the Most High, it's the devil. There's no middle, remember. Now the devil got people uh, looking at stars and, and, and casting spells and doing all that. He just said it. But the Most High saying, I don't want you doing it. So if the law is not to do it and you start doing it, that means you're sinning. And what is sin? Transgression of the law. And what does sin lead to? Death. And I'm not talking about just regular earthly death when you die. I'm talking about you ain't going to the second life death. That's what I'm talking about. The flesh and the spirit have been warring since you've been here and will continue to war until the most I said, time's up. Back to what I was saying. And they that believe in the, in, uh, the divinations and the um, enchanters, which is witchcraft, or have sought them, go looking for them, become in the iniquity of their heart and they have invented false divinations. In the second pipe, they have invented for, oh, I'm sorry. In the second pipe of fire are first the blasphemers. That means talking about the most high. Then suicides, idolaters, in the rest of the first is Perjures, that means the liars. And Bartholomew said, do you then do these things by yourself alone? And the devil who Satan said, if I were able to go forth by myself, I already read it. I would have destroyed the whole world in three days. Now, I read to you what the devil said. Okay. The devil doesn't like you. The devil rules the flesh. When I say game, recognize game. If you are of the most high and you come to somebody who's going to give you lip service, talk about, oh, they love the most high and they this and they, and they religious, they're not. They still falling by behind the devil because the devil rules religion. He does. And people, when they, when people wake up, and when I mean, well, I didn't say woke, I said when people wake up, when they're spiritually elevated and open, when the Ruach is dealing with them, because that's what happens. When the Ruach is dealing with you, let he who has an ear hear what the Ruach is saying, you're spiritually open. That means you have that open connection with the Ruach, the Ruach is living inside you, and y'all are talking. Okay, your spirit is connected with the Ruach spirit and y'all are talking. That means the, the Ruach is opening you up and you elevating. Your spirit is elevating. Okay, just like Yeshua said, how can I tell you earthly things and you don't know heavenly things? You're going to start learning heavenly things and heavenly things trump earthly things. That's just like, um, okay, all the people who's um, carnal, they in kindergarten 
and uh, middle school, up to middle school. That's all they are, okay? And then when they quote unquote woke, they paying attention. So maybe they in um, high school. But that's the only way they'll go. They will never go no past that. They will never go past that. Spiritual understanding is a doctorate degree. Got it? It's the highest degree you could ever get or probably even higher. I can't, I'm just giving you a something to, to picture in your mind. Earthly things ain't nowhere near heavenly things. And when the Ruach is dealing with you, when I talk about those mysteries, you're going to understand mysteries. And when you start understanding mysteries, this stuff is going to be kindergarten stuff. The stuff I'm teaching you now is going to be kindergarten when you understand mysteries. Because you're going to be like, whoa. Yes. You ain't going to be, well, they say woke. That's earthly, carnal. Being quote unquote woke is earthly and carnal simply because you're not being distracted by the devil. That's what that is. But when you can hear the Ruach, you are spiritually open and elevated. Okay? You way beyond woke, baby way beyond okay because you're always focused you're always open when you open to receive the ruach you got to be open to receive the ruach yashua said knock and the door is gonna be open you got to be open you can't be carnal because the door ain't open once you understand that ah this stuff is gonna be like huh? you're gonna know right off the bat who is of the both side who ain't you're gonna know because game is gonna recognize game now I'm going to keep going. Remember, the flesh is influenced and even ruled by the devil. He already said it. He, you, he already told you his tactics. He didn't tell you all the tactics, but he gave you enough. Whereas the soul is the consciousness that is between the head and the heart. And while you are on earth, your best bet is to get with the most high and connect with the Ruach. Be open. With your spirit, Yah's breath that animates you. Remember, the Most High wants the, the temple. It needs to be clean. It needs to be sanctified. You the temple. Your little light lives in the temple of this fleshly coat. The Most High wants to sit and have supper with you. Where is he going to do it? In your temple. Okay? But he can't come and eat with you if it's defiled in any way. In your mind, in your body, he can't come. He don't want to come. Okay? All right. So, um, so you got to connect, you know, in order to connect with the most high, you have to do it through the spirit. So, Yah's breath is that uh, the thing that animates you and not connected to the world. Come out of her, Yahshua says. Come out of the world. Okay, because I'm here, I'm gonna destroy the world. You better come out of her. The only way we could come out of the world is by our thoughts and our actions. Because you can't go on, on no other planet and live there. You can't say, okay, I, I'm leaving the world now. I'm getting ready to get in my spaceship and I'm going to Mars. Nobody lives there. You have to live on this earth physically, but your mind and your actions could be out of the world. So that's what the Most High is saying. See, people get it twisted. Your mind and your actions got to be on the most high. You have to allow the most high through your free will 
to deal with you. Okay? And don't be a friend of this world. That's what the Most High said. So now I'm going to read some scriptures to you. And this is about the world. Okay? I'm going to read a few. 1 John 2, 15, 15 through 18. Do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Most High is not in him. For all that is in the world, the desires of the flesh and the desires of the eyes, gluttonous, and the pride in possession, gluttony, is not from the Father, but is from the world. Now, who's the prince of this air? Who's the one who runs this world? The devil. He got thrashed down way before um, humans. He is the prince of this air. Okay? He's the one who's ruling this because Adam gave it to him. Adam had it first and he gave it to the devil. And it been the devil's ever since. Until a certain time. And the world is passing away along with its desires. But whoever does the will of the Most High abides forever. Children, it is the last hour. And as you have heard that the anti-machine is coming. So now many anti-machine have come. Therefore, we know that is the last hour. Now, I'm going to tell you again, there's no such thing as Christ. That is a, what kind of word is that? Latin, from the Latin Vulgate. I already told you what the Latin Vulgate is. Yeshua wasn't Latin. Yeshua was Hebrew. Everything that should be Hebrew should stay Hebrew and not different languages. Okay? If somebody is somebody's name, and I'll just give a Netanyahu. He used to be um, one of those um, people over there in the government in um, Israel. Now, his name is Netanyahu in Israel. When he leaves Israel and he goes to another country and talks, have peace talks and whatever else, they still call him Netanyahu, right? Do they call him Nathan? Do they call him any other name? No. So why are you calling Yahshua, whose name after Yahuwah, it says in the scriptures, the, father, the son has the father's name, Yahuwah and Yahshua. Yahuwah means I am in Hebrew. Yahshua means savior. Yahushua means I am the savior. Does he not have the father's name? Now I'm going to tell you what they say in Latin. God, Jesus. Is that the same? If you look up the word Jesus, the root word is earth pig. I lie to you not. Earth pig. So every time you call him Jesus, you call him an earth pig. You better look it up. Look it up. Does the devil not fool the world? He just told you he did. He said it out of his own mouth. 6,000 years manuscript. Uh -huh. Next scripture, John 15. I already said that one. Okay, Romans 12 and 2. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that by testing you may discern what is the will of the most high what is good and acceptable and perfect? Now, oh, there's a lot to say about that. But I'm going to say this. Don't be tricked by the world, okay? 
Let the most high lead you to spiritual understanding so you can elevate. That's what you want to do. You want to elevate. You do not want to stay carnal down here because the devil rules this world. I've been said it five gazillion times. It's in the scriptures many, 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 many times. I mean, how, how many times can you say it? If somebody tell you there's a cliff, don't jump from the cliff. There's a cliff, don't jump from the cliff. There's a cliff, don't jump from the cliff. And you get to the cliff and then you jump off and you die. Did somebody not tell you don't go to the cliff and jump off? Didn't they already warn you and you still did it? And now you did? This is what's happening now. We're telling you don't die. Don't choose death. Choose life. People still choosing death. I don't get it. Now, this is from the, um, the, new, um, the new Bible. It's not from the King James. That's why it's in regular language. James 4 and 4. You adulterous people, do you not know that the friendship with the world is enmity with the most high? Uh-huh. It's hatred, enmity. Therefore, whoever wishes to be a friend of the world makes himself an enemy to the most high. Oof. Yeah. Did you hear that? Dude, I'm not making this up. I'm coming straight to the scriptures with it. Receipts, receipts, and more receipts. Okay? First John 5 and 19. Notice we going a lot in James the Just, which is Yahshua's brother, and Yachanan. Uh-huh. You know the, the names ain't James and John. You already know that, right? Okay. First John 5 and 19. We know that we are from the most high, and the whole world lies in the power of the evil one. Say who now? The world lies in the power of the evil one. Mm -hmm. So that's why the most high say come out of the world. John 18 and 36. And Yahshua answered, my kingdom is not of this world. If my kingdom were of this world, my servants would have seen, excuse me, would have been fighting that I might not be delivered over to Yahudi, but my kingdom is not of this world. Mm -hmm. John 16 and 33 said, I, this is Yeshua saying it, I have said these things to you that in me you may have peace, and it, peace is the spirit. In the world, you will have tribulation. Why? Because the devil's the, uh, the prince of this air. In this world, you're going to have tribulation. But take heart, I have overcome this world. Yeshua said he overcame the world. I want to give you a riddle too. When people sneeze, why do they say, yeah, bless you? Now, the actual people just say, God bless you. But who we don't know who God is. But the real term is Yah bless you. Number one is because when you sneeze, you stop breathing for a second. When you sneeze, you stop breathing. That's number one. Number two, the spiritual reason is when you sneeze, you breathing in. So wicked thoughts can come in. And then you sneeze in the mouth. 
That's why you say, y'all bless you. Now, you, you didn't hear that. You didn't hear from the second one. You never heard that second one. You probably didn't hear the first. Um, you probably never heard the first one either. But the second one, yes. That's why people say. Okay. I'm going to read one more before I go into another type of scripture. Okay. This is really important. Matthew 6 and 24 says, no man can serve two masters. Either he will hate the one master and love the other, or he will be devoted to the one master and despise the other. You can't serve the most high and mammon. Mammon is actually wickedness. But what rules on earth? Money. So mammon is considered money. But it's truly wickedness because mammon could be anything wicked, but it's the concentration is money because that's what rules this world. And the powerful people are ruled by the devil. But what are they looking for? The gluttonous. Remember, the devil has pipes and one of them is gluttony. What do people always want? Money. That's why I said you got to look beyond your senses because there's more than meets the eye. And there's more than meets your senses, which is your five senses. When people talk about they want money, what's driving that? The devil drives it. Because who, who wants more and more and more and more money for more and more and more stuff? That's gluttonous. Understand what it is behind these things. This is what I mean. When you're spiritually aware, You'll see everything that's hidden behind all the stuff you can see. Okay? You can see the, the thirst for money. You can see the thirst for things, but you don't know what's motivating it, what's driving it. It's wickedness that's driving it. That's what you got to understand. Now I'm going to read some things about transforming and renewing your mind. Because some people may say, well, how do we renew our mind? Turn away from your, your, turn from your wicked ways. That's how you renew, you start renewing your mind. But let me read some things about renewing the mind. I already read, do not be conformed to this world, which is Romans 12 and 2, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. That by testing, you may discern and discernment is spiritual. I call it spiritual common sense because common sense is not common. A lot of people don't have sense. Wisdom is a spirit that gives you discernment. The scriptures say that wisdom is going to withdraw in the last days and people are going to be stupid. Without spiritual discernment, they're going to just be dumb. And if you if you are being led by the Ruach and you spiritually open and you deal with people who don't have sense, you already know. Game, recognize game, like I said. You already know they're not being ruled by the Most High. Because wisdom withdrew from them. Wisdom is a spirit that the Most High gives you. If you don't have it, the Most High is not dealing with you. That's what I mean in plain English. So that's why I said um, common sense is AKA spiritual discernment. And everybody don't have common sense. Common sense is not common. It is what it is. Ephesians 4 and 23. And to be renewed in the spirit of your minds, you must be renewed. How many times, this is what I said, like I said before, if there's something that's written several times in the scriptures, that's how important it is. So he's telling you again, renew your mind in Ephesians 
2 Corinthians 5 and 17. Therefore, if anyone is in the Mashiach, he is a new creation. The old man has passed away. Behold, the new man has come. That means turn from your wicked ways, knock and the door will be open. Yeshua will come in and have supper with you. Not only will he be having supper with you, here come the Ruach. You're going to be open, baby. Here come wisdom. 2 Corinthians 3 and 18. And we all with unveiled face, beholding the glory of the Most High, are being transformed into the same image from one degree of glory to another. For this comes from the Mashiach, who is the Ruach. Okay? Like I said, knocking the door shall be open. The Most High wants to send his son to have supper with you. Okay? Better open up that door. Romans 12 and 1. I appeal to you, therefore, brothers, by the mercies of the Most High, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto the Most High Yah, which is your spiritual worship. Mm -hmm. Turn from your wicked ways. Titus 3 and 5. He saved us, not because of works done by us in righteousness, but according to his own mercy, by the washing of regeneration and renewing of the Ruach HaKadosh. Who's the Ruach HaKadosh? That's wisdom. That's truth. Okay? That's who the Ruach is. They call that the Holy Spirit, but that's the Ruach HaKadosh. Remember, don't use heathen words for the most high. Don't use heathen words. Don't use Latin words. Don't use English words. Use the words that they're supposed to be uh, used. Don't go changing people's names like the heathens do. Okay? Yah's name is Yah's name. Don't go changing no names now. You don't have that kind of authority. But the heathens been doing it. That's why they bamboozled you. The heathens is being ruled by the devil and the heathens is bamboozling and everybody with false doctrines. If you know uh, what's happening behind the heathens doing this, it's the devil. Understand that. And I don't know why they following the devil. They being bamboozled by the devil because the devil just said he don't like nobody. He don't like humans. All right. Now I'm going to give you the fruits of the spirit. When I said the most high has left everything down here that you could possibly need, everything's already down here. It's already here. When you start listening to the most high, when you start being in his word so he could talk to you, when you start elevating, when the roar come knocking at the door and give you wisdom and knowledge and lead you to truth, how is he doing all of that? He already left it. Galatians 5, 22 and 23. But the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control, okay? Against such things, there is no law. Now, what does that mean? It means that the Ruach and um, the Most High already left all the things that you need 
When you get the fruits of the spirit, this develops in you. It develops in you. You don't automatically get it because your experiences in life help you to develop these things. That's number one. And number two, there's no law against that. Now, remember, the Most High made the laws, statutes, precepts, and commands. Well, he actually just made the laws for sinners. If you was already righteous, you wouldn't need no laws because you're already righteous. The laws is there as boundaries. That's what the laws are there. The statutes, precepts, and commands, the Most High says stuff and everything is a statute, precepts, and command. But the laws is for sinners. So if you already have the fruits of the spirits, then you don't need the law. And nobody better not lie to themselves and say, well, I don't need no law. Because this world don't have um, love, peace, joy, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness. If it did, we wouldn't have these wars. We wouldn't have racism, which they call racism. We wouldn't have no isms, sexism, racism, ageism. We wouldn't have any of that. We wouldn't have the devil doing all of this and running them up and fooling people if we had the fruits of the spirit. If you was practicing them, they here for you. But if you was practicing, we wouldn't have these. So nobody better not lie to themselves and say they got it. They don't have it. It's here for you. You should be taking a hold of it. You should be practicing it and walking in it and standing in it and shielding yourself with it. But no, you don't. I'm going to read one more because I have so many. I mean, <laughs> I have so many. Colossians 3 and 16. Let the word of the Mashiach, we already know who Yeshua Mashiach is, Hamashiach, we already understand who it is. If you're going to say it in an English word, which it really is an English word, you, you'd be better off calling him Messiah than Christ. Christ is a heathen word. Messiah, which is Mashiach. He, Hebrew is Mashiach. And whatever, whoever said that other word, which is probably just English or whatever, is Messiah. You'd be better off saying Messiah than Christ. So like I said, Colossians 3 and 16, let the word of the Mashiach dwell in you richly, teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs that the, uh, that the Hebrews were singing, that they was calling um, Negro spirituals with thankfulness in your hearts to the most high. Hmm. Romans six, um, eight and six for to set the mind on the flesh is death, but to set the mind on the spirit is life and peace. Mm-hmm. Now, setting your mind on the spirit to get life and peace, you have to connect with the Ruach. Let he who has an ear hear what the Ruach is saying. Understand that. Okay? I'm going to say one more before I move on. 1 John 2 and 15. Do not love the world or the things of the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. Mm. You must be transformed, people. I'm going to read one more. 2 Corinthians 4 and 4. In their case, the God of this world has blinded the minds of unbelievers to keep them from seeing the light of the gospel, which is the good news, of the glory of the Mashiach, who is in the image of the Most High. I'm going to say that again. 
Okay, because when they talk about God, there is a God, they God. And that's what the Mashiach said. Ooh, in their case, the heathens and the people who ain't listening, the ones who's listening to the devil, this is what it, this is, this is for them. 2 Corinthians 4 and 4. This is what Shaul is saying. In their case, the God of this world has blinded their minds, the minds of the unbelievers, to keep them from seeing the light of the gospel, which is the good news, of the glory of the Mashiach, who is the image of the most high. <laughs> is that not a mouthful? <laughs> OMG, child. Mm. Now I'm going to read some verses about being in the Ruach. Okay, aka being in the spirit. Revelations 2 and 17. He that has an ear, let him hear what the Ruach says to the assembly. To him that overcome, I will give you to eat of the hidden manna and will give him a white stone. And in the stone is a new name written, which no man knows, saving he that received it. That means if you in the Ruach, the Ruach is going to name you a new name. I already told you how important it is when the Most High named you. Okay. Abram was named Abraham, Abraham by the Most High. Yaakov was named Yasharel by the Most High. Okay. He ain't going to call you the name by the heathens, what the heathens call you or the Gentiles call you. He ain't going to call you by the name by your mama call you because you'll be renewed when the Most High is dealing with you and he's going to give you a new name. He just said that. Revelations 2 and 17, you will be renamed. Okay. And I already told you, it's only the devil here and the Most High. What happened to the children of Israel when they were scattered all over the earth and they became slaves? They was renamed. Wasn't that? So the devil renamed them. You better stop playing. You better stop playing. You ain't gonna play with the most high. Okay? You ain't gonna live fleshly, honey, because there is spiritual everything behind every fleshly whatever. That's what I'm trying to tell you. When you start growing up spiritually, you're gonna understand everything that's going on and what's behind it. You ain't just going to see the, the, the surface stuff. You're going to see way down deep in the root of a matter. Okay? And you're going to understand how to deal with it too. Oh, yes. Okay? When the Most High's dealing with you, you're going to be complete, baby. You ain't going to be half-assed. All right? All right. I'm still in verses about the Spirit. Romans 8 and 9. You, however, are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. If, in fact, the spirit of the Most High dwells in you, which is the Ruach, anyone who does not have the Ruach of the Mashiach does not belong to him. What he said? Anybody who don't have the Ruach dwelling in them is not of the Most High. Now, we understand that the devil has children. We already know that. I keep telling you, Genesis 3, 13 through 16, we understand that the devil got kids, and we understand that whoever the devil talks to and listens, and the person who listens to him and abides by his, what he's saying, he got him. We understand that. 
everybody else should be turning from their wicked ways and going to the most high because there is no middle. Understand, there's no middle. You either going to the left with the devil or you going to the right with the most high. That's all. Don't think you getting in the middle and just going to go, all right, I'm going to rock with whoever wins because we already know who's going to win. That's in the Bible. Who's going to win? <laughs> Never mind the prophets that's outside the Bible, the Bible, excuse me, and in the Nag Hammadi, and then in the mysteries, and then in the apocrypha, and then in the pseudepigrapha, and then in whatever else. Never mind that. <laughs> but just the Bible itself, we already know who's going to win. Ugh. Newsflash. We know who's going to win. Okay? Hmm. 2 Corinthians 5 and 21. For our sake, he made him to be sin who knew no sin. This is Yahshua. He came down here to be sin and he never sinned. So he's taking on sin for his children. For the people who's rocking with him, he's taking on a sin. So that in him, we might become the righteousness of the most high. Ooh, the righteous of the most high. Who are we? In the most high. We are the righteousness of the most high through Yahshua. I just said that to you. We are the righteousness of the most high through Yahshua. Because he came down here and became sin for us. You're not going to play with the most high. Because <laughs> he ain't playing with you. Okay. Ooh. Oh my goodness. John 16 and 13, when the Ruach of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth, for he will not speak of his own authority, but whatever he hears from the Most High, he will speak to you, and he will declare to you the things that are to come. What did John say? John said, when the Ruach comes to you, He's going to lead you to all of the truth. Uh-huh, higher things. Your spirit's going to be elevated. And he's going to tell you everything the Most High told him to tell you. And even um, prophecy. The Most High say in the, in the last days, he's going to pour out his spirit. And people going to be prophesying. They're going to be teaching. They're going to be doing all of that. That's exactly what it says right here. And John, he just said that. When the Ruach is dealing with you, you're going to know. Okay? Because the Ruach is wisdom. You're going to know. Now I got one more before I sign off. Which one should I pick? Because there's so many good ones. I'm going to sign off with this one. Let me see. Let me make sure first. Let me make sure, because I may have missed something. Hold on, hold on. I may have missed something. Okay, I'm going to say two. There's two. I'm going to read this honorary one, and then I'm going to read the one that I was supposed to do before I sign off. Okay. This one says Ephesians 2 and 2, in which you once walked, Follow the course of this world, following the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that is now at work in the sons of disobedience. 
So I already told you, you cannot walk in the middle. Either you're going to follow the Ruach or you're going to follow the sons of the prince of this air. Which one you going to do? Choose ye this day who you going to follow. Who you going to worship? Who? Because I'm going to tell you what. Spoiler alert, the devil's not going to win. He ain't winning, baby. So you sure better choose wisely. Every day that you could wake up in the morning and start over, that you're breathing and you're still alive, you got time to turn, turn, it, uh, turn it around. Turn back from your wicked ways. Seek the most high. Repent. Every day. That's everybody. 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 Okay? Because the most high said there's no favorites. Even though he got set apart people, they already going from the beginning. So don't even count them. They going from the beginning. Everybody else, every day you wake up, you thank the most high and you got another day to repent and say, I'm going to turn from my wicked ways. I ain't doing this no more. I'm not, I'm not running on this devil rat race. I ain't doing it no more. I'm a, uh, I'm a glorify the most high. I'm going to turn from my wicked ways and I'm going to walk in the spirit. Yep. I'm determined to do that. And when you do that, the most high is going to deal with you. Now I got one more before I leave here. I keep saying one, but I really need, I really, I got two. It's so many good scriptures. I mean, I could just sit here all day and, and decide them. It's two. So I'm going to say this, this one, Ephesians 6 and 17, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of the most high. Mm. Ooh, ooh, ooh. what did I tell you I told you the most high is sending you and giving you all these gifts they've been here they've been here okay don't ask the most high for no gifts because he already knows what you need before you ask he already knows it's down here you asking for stuff that's already down here you already rich in spirit, but you ain't you ain't looking for it. You ain't reaching for it. You ain't doing nothing. You just sitting here feeling sorry for yourself or walking some way you shouldn't be walking. You need to be open. You need to be turning from your wicked ways. You need to be choosing Yah. Okay. Now this is really the last one before I sign off. And this is Ephesians 2 and 10. For we are his workmanship created in the Mashiach Yahusha for good works. For the most high prepared beforehand that we should walk in him. The most high did all this before the foundation of the world. That's why he's finished. When I say he's finished, everything's done. Everything's given to you. All the blessings is here. Do this. Choose life. Uh, it's already here. Been here. The Bible is thousands of years old. Thousands. It's already here. Uh-huh. It's like somebody left you an inheritance. You got to do X, Y, Z to get this inheritance and people ain't doing it. So they'd rather be poor. When you know you got an inheritance and you got to do X, Y, Z to get that inheritance and you still ain't doing it. you rather be poor and stinking broke than to get that inheritance and do the things that you need to do to get it. That just don't make no sense. So with that, I say choose life. Whose life? The most high? 
He loves you. He wants you to walk in his word. He wants you to stand in his word. He left the fruits of the spirit. He left the fruit and the armor. He left everything for you. Everything he left. He told you the devil was the prince of this air. He told you, choose me. I'm giving you a hint. Choose me because I'm going to win. And people still, <laughs> they still walking in the devil. I mean, I, it's so, uh, I don't know. But for those people who are willing and ready to walk with the most high, choose life. Choose it. Because this life is not even one day to the most high. A thousand years is like a day in a day, a thousand years. That means in the grand scheme of things where the most high is, because the most high is everywhere, but in the heavens of heavens, we, this thousand years on earth or even in the galaxy is one day of the most high. Nobody ever lived a day, not even Adam, okay? Adam was, what, 70 years short of a thousand years old? And he didn't live a day. Now think of the next world. Think of the next world because there's more than one world. I already told you where the end is, the beginning is. Go to Fort Ezra. Think of the next world because that's what we're all here for. We live here as a test. This is the test because you've only got a certain amount of time to live. And then depending on what you did in this testing period, is whether you go to the next life. The next life never ends. The next life never ends. Think of all the good things you have right now. Think of never losing them. Always getting more. Because the Most High said he's going to chase you with blessings. Okay? And I, I'm going to do a lesson on blessings. But he said he's going to chase you with the blessings. So in the next life, there's not going to be evil. It's only going to be good and righteousness. Can you believe it? Can you wrap your head around that? All the things that you can ever want, you're going to have, and it's never going to be taken from you. It's never going to be diminished. Nobody's going to rob you. Nobody's going to be evil and wicked towards you. Don't you want to go there? Don't you want to be there? And it's never nighttime because the most high is there. You're going to always have things. Everything's going to always be good. You ain't going to be crying or sad. Don't you want to go? You will want to go. Choose life. The most high said it so many ways. Choose life. Choose him. Choose the Ruach who gives you truth, who gives you wisdom, who gives you understanding through the knowledge that um, he gives. Choose life, all the good things that come with it. Choose the most high. Choose Yeshua who died for you. And made you the righteousness in the most high. Choose him. All the good stuff he's doing. People still turn their back. Oh my gosh, the devil's really getting into people. Turn from the wickedness of this world. Step away from the wickedness of this world. Through your mind and your actions. Step away. It's just as easy and as hard as that. If you're making it hard, then it's going to be hard for you. If, it's, if it's, you're going to make it easy, that means you're walking in the most high. That's in the shepherd of Hermas. Because people who think that this is hard, the devil already talking to you. It's, he's already talking to you. He's already in you, basically. Oh, it's too hard to do. Oh, I don't want to do it, this and that. That's the devil. Because the most high say you are more than a conqueror. So who's telling the truth? 
Let the most high be the truth and every man and the devil be a liar. The most high said that the devil was a liar from the beginning. The most high, um, who is Yeshua in the flesh, he's telling you all this stuff. The most high, they already gave you everything. The most high is not a most high of confusion. He's not, but the devil is. The devil's a liar. He confuses, he um, divides. He does all of that. You still gonna rock with the devil? If and when you decide to turn from the wickedness of this world, the most high is here. Every day that you wake up, you have another day to turn from your wicked ways. So with that, I'm going to say, I hope that this lesson and all my lessons edify you. I am praying that it does because we living in some crazy times, people. We really are. And I'm just grateful every day that I could wake up and I'm able to come to this microphone and give you what I got. I am so grateful that you want it. Okay. And the, the more that you want it, I'm going to give it to you, baby. I got a lot. Okay. Because the both sides blessing me and I am grateful. I am so grateful through Yahushua's name. Hallelujah. I'm grateful and I'm glad that you want it. And I hope that it edifies you. And I want to say with that, until next time. It's good to hear the word of truth from the Most High, but you know what's better? Hitting that follow button and hitting the small bell next to it to be notified of new content. You can also save a life by sharing this valuable content. Go ahead, save a life today. Thanks.